All right, brother. Open us up. Open us up today. Welcome back to the Unscripted Exchanges show hosted by myself, Hayden Huber, and Cole Hazenfield. We have an action-packed episode with a lot of trending and hot topics to dive into, some really important topics um, that we want to uh, dive a little bit deeper on, share our personal experiences, um, some opinions as well, and also some facts. So uh, stay tuned for some awesome content coming up here. Cole, what do you got to share, man? Well, you're laying it up for me, man. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, hat off to you. Uh, that sounded really crisp and clean. I do think that there's a um, a few things we wanted to get into tonight, today, whoever you're listening to. Listeners, whether it's all you're on your early morning jog, whether you're heading to work, whether you're taking a lunch break, um, there is some stuff today that we're going to talk about. And I'll kind of highlight the two and then we can kind of jump in. One of them uh, is is actually around mental health. So I want to start with mental health. And Hayden and I were talking and, and actually we, we kind of planned this this episode out. We originally thought it might be, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month. But I did some research and we found out that wasn't the case. Turns out today, as we're recording this episode, is world, what is it? How do I wrote it down. I think it's Mental world, Health Awareness Day, right? World Mental Health Day. Wow. World Mental Health Day. Yeah, it was almost like it was meant to be. And I think, um, you know, Hayden, at least for me, and I, I know you can speak to it too, but this, this topic, this um, conversation around mental health, it plays a major part in like all of our lives, but I feel like it's, it's something that we're all touched by, you know, people, people that, uh, you know, mental health is, is a thing that isn't just for the people that are, are, are necessarily open about dealing with anxiety or, or, or depression or anything. I think if you go through any family or any group of friends, um, and you go a couple extensions out, we have all been touched probably some way or another by a form of negative or, or tough mental health situations. And for me, it's, you know, it hits really close to home. You know Um, it's something that I, I've been blessed to, to have some very good people in my life and good genes and a, um, and the ability to, to not have to, deal with that or the, or the blessing to not have to really deal with really bad anxiety or deep, dark holes of depression. You know, I've got anxiousness like everybody else does, you know, everybody's got anxiousness to some degree or another. Um, but I've never, never had to really, really deal with it, but I do have people in my life, um, that I've seen struggling with it. And it's something that's really near and dear to my heart that, you know, I think we both wanted to get into today. Yeah, man, I, I think uh, mental health is definitely not a light topic. Um, so want to first off just highlight the fact that this is going to be probably a, a more serious conversation. I know every now and then you and I uh, kind of keep it lighthearted, but this this conversation tonight is probably going to be a little bit more uh, more serious and, you know, at times vulnerable. Uh, if we decide to share any personal experiences or stories, now we probably want to respect other people. So I uh, also want to make sure that we 
call that out. And that's more so a note to you, Cole, to, to think about that if you're allowed to share whatever you want to share. But uh, anyhow, I, I think uh, where I would first kind of start is just the fact that mental health, as you also highlighted, Cole, is it's prominent in everyone's life. Um, I think people today would associate mental health with like a negative connotation. And I don't think it should be uh, seen that way. Um, we all have to recognize that mental health should be our top priority um, because it is one of the foundational building blocks to just living a successful and meaningful life. And if you are struggling with your mental health, it's going to bleed into other aspects of your life, uh, which is going to thus cause you not to live uh, your best life and you know really struggle. And at times we all we all struggle, but where you and I maybe want to start to kind of highlight some things are maybe some strategies, coping mechanisms. First off, we're also not doctors here, but we do just want to have that conversation. I think that's the first step um, towards just beating the stigma of mental health is, is a bad thing or there's a negative connotation. Well, I wouldn't even add to that Hayden to second your point. I think the, the first thing you said really sticks with me, almost gives me chills. And that, and I might, it might be partly cause I'm sitting outside cause I love the vibe out here and I like being outdoors, but it truly the belief that that negative connotation, right? Anytime somebody brings up mental health, it's like, Oh, well, we must be talking about depression and anxiety and, you know, all, and, and those kind of bubbles, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, right? Everybody goes immediately to like these drastic measures. But I think there's a lot more aspects of mental health um, that and, and mental fitness, mm-hmm. I would even call it right. Mental fitness. I like that. that go, go come into play that aren't necessarily like these, these, um, drastic, you know, anxiety or, or, or depression. Um, but little things like the ability to look at things positively, the ability to see the, to see the good versus the bad, the ability to push past adversity. Those are all part, I believe of mental health or mental fitness aspects that I think we don't talk about a lot, but I think today specifically, I think it's, it's good to dive into, you know, some of the, some of the, more serious things. Um, and then, you know, where I, I see going with, with this conversation, Hayden was how, what are some mechanisms and some things that you can do that we believe that have worked for us? Um, we've seen work for others. And also what I believe, and especially has been prominent in my life is how do you support others who are going through different phases or, or mental health or, or battles mentally, right? Uh, whether it's, you know, feeling really down and, and thinking that they're depressed or feeling really anxious or, you know, battling with, uh, self-image issues or whatever the case is, how do you support others? How do you, as a human being, as a father, a mother, a sister, a brother, an aunt, uncle, a friend, how do you provide support or love to people that sometimes can't love themselves. That's something to me that's uh, a very a big gut turner for me, and also uh, something that I think is important for us all to know is that you know when we have others that are struggling, what can we do? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind is listen, right? You know, listen to your loved ones or whomever, and just try to 
empathize as best as you can. Let the other party kind of share what they feel comfortable sharing. And, you know, you on the receiving end don't have to always understand every little detail, but just be there to, to listen because that in itself is like a really good, healthy practice of just having someone there to, to talk to. And, you know, if you are the person that's dealing with, you know, uh, mental health issues or, or you're struggling, sometimes just the, the simple act of talking out loud and sharing that with someone else kind of starts to beat down, um, that, that voice inside your head that, you know, sometimes it can be just obnoxious and it's really not that big of a deal not to oversimplify, uh, what someone could be dealing with. But the first thing that I would recommend is just be there to listen to someone. And then kind of the next step would be like, Hey, like what resources could I potentially pass along and share, um, with a loved one? Um, as we've both highlighted, look, you know, we all have our own, comprehension of what good mental health means for us. And I would state that the best person that can help you manage your mental health is you. I mean, and I think that's really challenging for some, depending on what state of mind they might be in. But, you know, if they can start to recognize that and understand that, you know what, the person that is most responsible for how I'm feeling, how I'm processing things is myself. How do I internalize these messages uh, that might be floating around in my brain? Um, you know, the person you're going to know the longest in your life is yourself. So you got to try to have those healthy conversations inside your mind. Now, every now and then you're going to have just bizarre, goofy thoughts, you know, whether they're they're mean comments that your brain's telling you like, oh, I don't look good today. Like you got to try to understand that, hey, this is just a thought, recognize it move on. Don't try to, you know, accept it as, oh, this could be true. You know, if it is like there, it's, it's tough how I'm, I'm articulating this because I too have had, you know, interesting thoughts from time to time and you can sometimes get caught up in, you know, ruminating, oh, is that a true thought? And it's like, look, it's just a thought. We can't always control what's floating around in our brain, but the moment you kind of just take a step back and say, look, I am not my thoughts. These are just, you know, thoughts. I have the discipline or the free will, the choice to, you know, act on an action or just, you know, again, it's it's a passing uh, thought and a, another tactic. And again, speaking from just experience, whenever I've dealt with whatever has been going on with me is I, I write things down. So again, going back to that example of, oh, I don't look good today. Like I write that down on a piece of paper and then like I say it out loud and then you start to laugh at how just silly of a comment that is in your brain. Well, it's it's the point of like, talk to yourself. Like, would you talk to somebody else that way? I remember, I can't remember how I watched. I saw this like clip and he, and the guy's like, I, it was, it was, uh, it was an actor or like a comedian or something. He's like, Imagine if you were talking to other people, like you'd sometimes talk to yourself, like you, you fat piece of shit. You wouldn't say that to somebody's face. Mm -hmm. So why are you telling yourself that? It's self-talk. And I think even, even, even more to, to, to kind of add weight to your point, Hayden, because I like that. I, I love the call out you've got about, you know, it's in your head. It's a thought. It, it, it's, you have control of that. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to say, you know, what, what would I say? What would I say to people that say, well, I, I can't control it. There are 
some mechanisms that I've read about and I've gone and seen a therapist. I'll be, I'll be totally upfront about it. I've whenever I've had, and not because something was drastically wrong or that I was so down. It's because I know that I can't function as a human being, as a father, as a parent, as a friend, if my head's not right. Right. Mm -hmm. If, if I'm not, if I'm so in my head that I can't be a good to outward, you know, to my family, to my friends, to my wife, to my daughters. Like I had to get, so it was about five or six years ago. Um, it sounds like you want to bring your best self to the table is what I'm hearing. And how do you, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, to me again, I'm going to make this comment, right? Some of us, you know, and we'll get into, I think at the back end of this, maybe we'll talk about some physical, how physical fitness could impact and some, maybe some different therapies in in the physical realm of things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of people these days are so worried about, physically what they look like right like we're also worried about like you know i just want to look good i want to i want to i gotta i want to pump pump my body up and there is like so many benefits to exercise and physical fitness to your mental health you know i read this one and i'm kind of going on a rabbit hole here but i was reading this article at mayo, mayo clinic about um the exercise what it does for the brains and, and i think you know most of society does know to some degree that as their exercise and getting active releases different chemicals right it helps release and get your the chemicals right endorphins moving in your body um one of the actually statistics now on mayo clinic is that and i'm gonna get a little bit even deeper with this was that it has the effect of a cannabis like treatment meaning like people that have smoked a lot of dope or weed or have you ever ever partaken in that it actually has the kind of effect that like a positive high would have hmm. it's that calming it releases a chemical similar to what cannabis does not kidding you you guys can look me up on this crazy crazy stat crazy statistic um but what i was getting what i was kind of circling around to is that people that would say well i can't get out of my own head right i just can't when i get in that moment or in that mode one of the tools one of the practices that the doctor and I want to name her, but I won't, but she was a rock star. She, uh, right here in Cincinnati, she taught me how to do military breathing and look it up. I'm not going to get into exactly how to do it, but it's basically three to five minutes of breathing exercises. It's like meditation, but it's focusing only on your breath. And it, it not only helps to kind of calm your mind, but it, again, it creates a type of physical, a release of, certain chemicals in your body and brain to actually help you overcome those negative chemical releases. So like there are things like that, that are out there. So I would say, um, you know, to our listeners that, cause I, you know, I'm, I first want to say, I know, I know people that when they're down like that, they can't get out of it, but there are methods and practices. They don't work for everybody, but I would 100%. And maybe, um, you know, following this episode, well, I'll, I'll try to do a little quick 30 second synopsis of it, do some homework and maybe share a link of how to do this military breathing, because that's how they actually how they like military. They taught it military. Uh, and if you're in the military, we appreciate you. People in the military and armed services, they do this when they're in battle to calm down, to be calm and collected. So they're not running around shooting their own, you know, shooting, shooting at random and getting themselves blown up. So it's a legitimate like method, really, really, really cool stuff. So I would say just I wanted to add some like some tactical, tactical uh, m- uh, methods 
to like, hey, I can't get out of my own head. What's something I can stop and do um, to actually try to flip that switch faster than just, you know, telling myself, well, it's just a thought. Because, you know, I think there are people out there like that can't do that. And then for the people that can, you know, that can put it in perspective, put it in perspective. I like the, the write it down. And I'd say even one step further, write it down and cross it out. Write it down, look at it, read it out loud, and then crumple that paper up and throw it away. Because nine times out of ten, what you're thinking in that moment is not really truly how you feel about yourself or the situation. Yeah. And again, just to reemphasize some of the uh, points that we've made up to this point, these are just potential ideas that you could try and implement. We're not saying that these are bulletproof. These are just experiences that Cole and I have tried and we found, you know, successful more times than not. Uh, so again, just want to be very clear that we're not saying that if you go do this, this is going to fix all of your problems. These are just some mechanisms, um, that you can try to potentially move the needle and, you know, make your mental health better. If you're feeling a little bit down, let's say, or something like that. I, I think I'd also add the first step is recognizing whether or not like you're in a good mood or a bad mood. And let's just go down the unhappy path. Let's say you're not having a great day or you're not feeling well, you've got some negative emotions, like recognizing that is awesome. Like that is the first step. Then I would tell other people, okay, what choices have I made in the last 24 hours? Like start to play it back. What have I done over the last 48 hours? Heck, maybe even the last week, like take stock or inventory and kind of how you're living your life and like have a diary. Like I, I I've done this from time to time. I mean, I don't do it every day, but like when I've, I've gone through just some interesting, like, you know, personal health things, it's like, all right. Yeah. Hayden, what did I do yesterday? Oh, I consumed, this is just an example, 600 milligrams of caffeine. Well, that's probably going to get me a little bit anxious. Um, and again, that's just an right. example, or for those that, you know, choose to partake in drinking alcohol, like that just heightens your anxiety. So like, you know, people refer to Sundays as the Sunday scaries because you're literally trying to detox from all the crap that you've put in your system. If you feel so shitty and low from a night out, common sense tells me, Hey, maybe I should cut back on the alcohol. We aren't saying that you have to make drastic changes to not stop drinking, like live your life, do what you think is best. But if you're seeing a repeat pattern of behavior and you're feeling like shit, and again, these are just examples trying to make our point here. Maybe you got to start tweaking the recipe of what you're doing and, and what you're putting into your body. So again, alcohol is an example. Food can also play a big role in how your body reacts and how you might be feeling. I mean, there's so many different avenues that we can go down, Cole. Well, I think uh, I like that you highlighted that. The look back at the last 24, even 48 hours, mm -hmm. because a lot of the times you can actually like, and I had this conversation with somebody recently, which I'm not going to just name drop, but you know, they're having a having a, a rough time, right? Having a down day. Yeah. You know, down a couple days. And I'm like, well, like, have you been exercising? Well, not really, because I work from home. Well, have you been, you know, have you been drinking a lot? Yeah, a little bit. And okay. Yeah. You know, like how how busy are you at work? Not that busy. I said, you've been watching a lot of Netflix and stuff. Yeah. And these are like, this is not me being like judgmental or precocious. Like, no, not at this all. This is me going, this is me going. 
I know when I, I'm a shithole and I sit around and watch too much Netflix, my brain goes, and you can watch some stuff that's like good for you. Right. But it, and it, I'm not saying media is bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that I love that call out because what a lot of us do is just want to say, and, and, and I'm not saying it's not always the case, but a lot of the times we're having a bad day. We want to go, Man, I just we want to we want to add to it. We we pour we pour gasoline on the fire, right? We say, "Oh, I'm going to have a hard time. I just have anxiety, and I'm going to pour gas on it. I'm going to make it even worse by saying I have a problem." And a lot of the times, it can be a symptom of what we've done. So, by being self-aware and taking those steps, you might be able to nip it in the butt, you know. And 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 I would say, like eating food specifically. Like I can relate to that. If I don't, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes if I did, if I had a late dinner, my body died. And this is very specific. If I eat dinner like super late, and let's say like spaghetti mm-hmm. and and uh in and garlic bread at like nine o'clock at night, right? It's a lot of carbs. Wait right before I go to bed, my body's gonna be processing that while I'm sleeping. I'm gonna wake up, and my sh- blood sugar level by nine or nine thirty, if I don't get food, is gonna drop. So by ten thirty or eleven. I'm literally like shaking. My heart's racing because I've had caffeine, but I haven't. I haven't. I've thrown my whole body off. So blood sugar levels, and specifically, like if you're not putting the right stuff in, a lot of times those levers can literally make you feel anxious. Like you're, you will feel anxious. You ever heard of like being hangry? Like literally, when you're hangry, you feel anxious. So I just like that call out. I mean, and, and again, you know. I think we 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 say it again and again and again, but we're not we're not experts. But this is you know these are some real life things that we've seen that work. Yeah, I, I I like the the build on on all of that. I mean, you called out the word self self aware. Like, just be more self aware with kind of how you're feeling, what you're doing, and start to play around with. Okay, if I'm eating this and I'm feeling this way why don't I try doing something different? Like that is the first step in making change in your life. We're not trying to tell you, you got to make these drastic changes. And again, we're, we're trying to just appeal to people that might be struggling um, or, or just want to take overall better stock in their, their mental health and in their health in, in general. So again, we're not trying to get up here virtue signaling saying that, you know, we've got it all figured out as we've said time and time again, we're not, we're not doctors, we're not health professionals, but we do want to kind of just, again, talk about the subject of mental health because it is so important for, for all of us. Um, I, I like your call outs, Cole, around, you know, was I watching a lot of Netflix? Was I not moving? Was I not working out? Like literally come up with a framework and like, those are perfect, you know, examples right there. Okay. One lever is, am I getting exercise? You know, you could keep this pretty binary if the answer is yes or no. And then you move on to, okay, am I eating healthy? What is defined as eating healthy? We'll leave that up for another, you know, conversation, but each person to, you know, live your life, do, do what you think is best, but am I eating healthy? Um, am I, living in the the real world or am I spending too much time in the digital world? Like those would be to me like three big buckets to kind of like diagnose, okay, look, I've binged watch a Netflix series for the last 10 hours. I didn't work out today and I just 
ate a whole bunch of potato chips, you know, drank a couple of pops. Again, this is a hypothetical, but that person is probably going to be a little bit more anxious than the person that chose to, you know, go out, spend some time with family or friends for a couple of hours. You know, they, they took a walk in the park or something. You don't have to go out and do something extreme depending on what your fitness level is or, you know, someone that chooses to go out for a run. You know, there, there's so many different levers and figure out what those levers are for you. I think I think the thing to note too, Aiden, um, and again, we, we aren't experts, but I will say like having done a ton of research and been... I would say I would say I'm a I'm a secondary I'm a it's a part of my life so I think we both have had it in our lives so we we can speak to it to some extent mm-hmm. I think the call out of um specifically like we're talking about those things that we've looked back on mm-hmm. and I just want to reiterate that when you're feeling down like that it is it is mental health and 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 these things. Mental health like changes and fluctuates based off of chemicals being released in your body. It is a chemical thing. It is not a like, oh, they're just a wimpy or like that. That dude just, you know, that dude just needs to be a man. Like that's not not the case, like absolutely at all. But by pulling the right levers, you're actually making your body produce the right stuff and giving yourself a better chance of being able to attack that head on or deal with that stuff better. That is not me guessing that is not Hayden guessing that is not you know I'm being a little a little confident right now but that's that is factual that our bodies run based off of chemicals that are introduced now some of us may not be able to produce those chemicals ourselves no matter what we do and in that case like again whatever all, all everything we're saying you could try it all and maybe it doesn't work and you got to add something else to the mix um but that's where you know professionals and medication do come into play. I mean, there's are there are people that it, it you know just doesn't work, um, but I think for a lot of us, it, it there's definitely ways we can help out with that. I, I wanted to point out too, Hayden. Um, I think you've I don't know if we've talked about this before. You ever heard of Talkspace? I have, but I I do want to jump in real quick and 100%. add add a comment, um, and then we can get into Talkspace and and whatnot. I think we've also highlighted this on uh, a previous episode. I love the call out that, hey, you know, for some folks, it might mean you need to look at taking medications. This might trigger some people, not trying to trigger anyone, but I would recommend that you look at other alternatives before you resort directly to medication. I understand that that might be a very hot take or controversial for some people out there. As Cole, you mentioned, you know, some people have a tougher time, uh, having certain chemicals, uh, processed in their brain and whatnot. So they've, they've got that imbalance and that's why those medications do help. I recognize that. But for a lot of people, I would first highlight, Hey, take stock in your diet, your lifestyle, the things that we've kind of just been throwing out as potential examples before you go try to find some quick and easy solution. Those solutions might be temporary like band-aids and in the long run, it's going to end up hurting you. I know that's tough to hear for some people, but you don't want to be dependent on certain medications if you don't have to be. For some people, sure, that is fine. That's the right thing for you to do. But I just want to be clear that if you're someone that's maybe struggling or or whatnot and you're like, yeah, you know what? If I go out and take pill A or 
pill X, like it's going to solve all my problems. I would caution you again, not a doctor here, but probably not going to get the results that you're looking for, at least not, not right away. And okay. If you do get those results right away, I bet you you're going to end up becoming immune to some extent where you're going to want an increase in milligrams. And at some point, like your body, like can only process so much of those like chemicals that you're putting back into your body. So again, just recognize that and be careful and figure out what's best for you. Well, dude, think about this. Think about this, Hayden. What is the first thing a doctor asks you when you go to the doctor and say, you say, Hey, I'm not feeling great. Well, What'd what you kind eat? of medication have you yeah. been taking? Yeah. What have you been doing? Yeah. You've been eating. I've noticed, you know what I mean? Your doctor's going to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, uh, like, and a lot of us, we got to be honest. Like if you, if you decide you want to go see a, see a specialist and talk to them about it before you just say, Hey, you, you know, you just, a lot of, a lot of us tend to say, well, we've, we've tried everything. Look internally and say, have I really tried what I need to try and do and made the change I need to make. And I think that also brings up a, a final point. I think we're going to probably just talk all about mental health today. I don't think we're going to get into even physical fitness today. Um, we've touched on it a bit, but another thing, Hayden, I, I think I'd point out and maybe uh, you can add some, I'd like to hear your commentary on this. A big thing for me is also a big impact is our outside influences I don't want to even touch social media and stuff today. We've we've talked about that so much. How social media can be bad. Nah, 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 nah. You know what? We've we've beat that drum. I want to talk about how our network influence is our, our influences our behavior and can also add to the problems that we might be dealing with. Damn, that's that's a powerful conversation right there. I mean, yeah, I I think more times than not, we are a byproduct of our environment and those that we associate with and have in our network, you know, who are our mentors, who are we spending most of our time with? Again, this might be challenging for some folks, but, you know, and speaking from experience too, I've referred and Cole, we've had conversations. I, I used to have drinking buddies and friends. I'm no longer friends with those people. I wish them the best, no harm or anything like that. I want to be clear on that, uh, which I really don't need to, but we're we're not friends. You know, these were people that we would go out and grab beers and, you know, sometimes that could lead into behaviors or feelings that I didn't want to experience any longer. So just understanding that it's really important to be surrounding yourself with a very, tight camp of people that want to see you live your best life and, you know, help others out in return too. So it's really important to make sure that you look around and you take stock in who are my closest friends? You know, do I align with their values? Do I align with what they're doing? And some of that takes time and maturity to, to recognize, um, and, and it's a struggle for, for a lot of us. I mean, I'm raising my hand too, but you know, I, I kind of look back and kind of dealt with that. And it's like, look, you know, these people are probably people that I need to be stopped. I, I need to stop hanging around them because there's things that they're getting into that I don't want to be a part of. And it just doesn't make me live my best life. So uh, I would add, I would, I would second that wholeheartedly. One of the, one of the action items I would give, I would give people or one of the things that I've learned over the years, Hayden, um, from my, my own life experience, again, we're young, but from my experience, you know, relationships ebb and flow mm. where you're at in life, right? You're, you're have people come in to life at certain points of, of time. Look at us, for example, right? 10 yeah, year right. gap. <laughs> well, well there, there, there's, there's relationships that are good at, yeah. at, for certain parts of your life, right? This was yeah. great. 
when I was here, mm-hmm. you know, when I was 20 years old and this was the situation I was in, this is the relationship I needed. Yeah. Um, and you've got to be okay with evolving mm. and moving forward in life yep. and not, and not, and I would, I would, I want to put an asterisk beside this because it's not just so black and white, but you've got to be, you've got to be okay with moving on from those relationships. What I don't mean is, um, you know, go look at your Rolodex of friends and say, you know, I hate this person. I hate this, but this person's out. This person's out. This one, here's my pros and cons list. I'm not saying that because that's not, it's not that black and white, but what I am saying is look at yourself and say, where do I, where do I want to be in my life? Because where am I going to be the best version of myself that is fulfilled, that is happy, that is on the track I want to be on? And once you identify that and you put yourself in those situations, the friends and the family and the people that need to be in your life will be there because they're aligned on that path with you. It For me, for me, from my experience, and there are some that you, you've got to shove out, right? You've got to shove out. But a lot of the times, too, once you've aligned with who you want to be, you don't have to have that conversation with the buddy. You don't even have to make a make it this big ordeal where you sit down and start writing names off a list and saying this one's out, this one's out, this one's out. But you once you identify who you are and who you want to be and where you want to go, um, that's a big step towards figuring out where your where your network needs to be. Um, I think a lot of us get scared of like, especially at younger ages, I'm going to call it, you know, I'm going to say college. I'm going to go to the college kids. Yeah. You know, you're coming out of college. It's scary. It's scary for anybody that, you know, that's in their junior, senior year college. that's getting ready to go in the, the real world, right? The real world. That is a scary time. But I want you guys to know that like there's life beyond college. You're going to make new relationships. You're going to have new friends. And, and some of those friends that you made are going to be there for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. but they're going to go off and do their same thing too. And that's like perfectly okay. That's not something to look back on and feel down about and feel sad about. It's something to relish and say, this was a great time of my life. Now let's move on to the next one. And I think where I've seen a lot of kids coming out of college have a hard time is transitioning and saying, okay, I have to leave some of that behind and move forward, but I don't want to, but I know I have to. And that's what causes a lot of, a lot of stress. So I just want to say something about that. I think that's pretty bad, man. Those are all phenomenal points. I, I couldn't say it any better with how you presented that. I mean, again, going back to my personal experience, I would say that one, I had to recognize who was the person that I wanted to be two years from now, you know? Um, and kind of list out those values. Again, this is kind of how I went about it. Again, you could say it's probably not that black and white, but again, just bear with me here as I explain this. Like, okay, these are the behaviors that I possess today as a 20-year-old. These are the behaviors that I want to possess when I'm 23, you know, when I'm getting out into the quote-unquote the real world. And what is it going to take for me to start making those changes in my life. And a lot of us don't like those changes because we are used to what we're doing. And sometimes we get caught up in feeling just comfortable and we don't want to, you know, rock the boat too much. So point being, if you do want to take that next step and I'm still trying to evolve with where I am today, it's me looking ahead to who do I want to be five years from now? Okay. I've got a list of these values and these traits that I want 
future Hayden to be these goals. And I need to start executing and acting on that as soon as I can. That is my vision or my goal of how I'm going to evolve and become a better person. If I don't have that roadmap, then I'm going to get lost and I'm probably not going to end up achieving the person that I want to ultimately be. The other thing that I'll add as a a call out to is if you do fall short of that person that you want to be, that's all right. That that's, that's life, you know, but at least you're, you're striving towards being a better version of yourself and just understand that you've got to work with yourself, highlight, you know, what are my behaviors? What are my new behaviors that I want to take on? How do I become better? And if you fall a little bit short, that's all right. You're going to be 10 times better than who you were two years ago. So. I'll, I want to, I just want to say this it's people listening keywords there. And that we all start with this. What Hayden is saying right there, the biggest message to take out of that you versus you, yep. not you versus John, not you versus your buddy, not you versus your, your parents. It's you versus you. Who do you want to be and how you gonna move towards that? And guess what? Like if you're, if you're challenging yourself, and comparing you to you, like, you know, it's, it's, it's that, that to me is the biggest challenge in life is to, to go, okay, who do I want to be? And how am I going to challenge myself every day? It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very big shift for a lot of us this day and age to not look at everybody else. But I think, um, what I took out of that Hayden is that, you know, look at what you want to do and where you want to be and focus your energy on that and how can you better better those aspects but don't look outside of that i mean great it's great to see people and notice people and think you know and this is fair and, and want things but don't don't align your values with with what other people have or what other people are doing cuz that's just that's a recipe for disaster in my opinion I think there's a simple saying out there um like comparisons rob you of joy you know, there's always a time and place to maybe compare yourself depending on what the context is. But obviously the way that we're talking here, like compare yourself to the person that you were in the past or who you're trying to be in the future. Like that, there's nothing um, unhealthy about that versus, oh, I need to compare myself to Cole. Like I could, but why? Like compare Hayden We're two different Hayden. people, right? right. Exactly, right. and that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about life is like we all have a unique purpose here on Earth. As cliche as that sounds, like it takes time to figure that out. And I would also, I've shared this with my my siblings. Like, look, I don't always know what I want to do when I grow up. I, I say that, and I'm you know almost thirty years old here, and I and I love that. Like, it's all right to not know always the the answers to things but if as long as you're willing to grow as a human being and kind of try to to step out of your comfort zone you know there's a lot of good that's going to come from that amen amen man wish i had a whole chorus singing hallelujah (laughs) behind me i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more man couldn't agree more i say we save the uh the physical health or physical fitness for another uh, another episode. We got to do a deep dive. I had some really good notes on that too, but I'll save them. Don't lose those, man. Don't let the dogs eat those. The dog ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> we had to lighten up the episode at the end here, folks, because we were just talking so seriously the whole time.
Yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah. Awesome episode, Hayden. Thanks for diving into that with me, man. Yeah, no. Great, I, great time. Great I conversation. En- I enjoy talking about uh, this topic because, as you said, it it hits close to home for us, and we we've dealt with things too in our lives, and you know we we've been blessed to to be in the position that we are, but. It's extremely important to recognize uh, not only your mental health, but but others as well and try to try to help people along the way. So I'm going to close us out, Hayden. Gonna, and it was one, one thing. Um, take everything we said with with for what it is um, experience, um, some knowledge we've got, some some real world experience. You know, uh, we don't know everything, but we know a little bit about this topic um, through through not only research, but direct experience. I want anybody listening that is going through something or feeling some sort of way um, to try and be honest with yourself and the situation that you're in. Um, Try to be self-aware and know uh, whether or not you do need help and make a plan to go get that. Whether it's addressing your habits, whether it's addressing uh, your relationships, uh, whether it's addressing the fact that you you know, those, those things aren't, aren't the only problem and you need to see, you know, seek some help. There are so many resources out there and this, this thing, you you can never say this enough. See listeners, you are not alone dealing with mental health. It is not something that you're walking that path alone. There are other people walking it with you and there are a lot of resources and support mechanisms out there. Um, so I just want to make that very clear is, you know, mental mental health awareness day around the world. It's, you know, it's it's touched my life and it's touched our, all of our lives. So just take care of yourself. Uh, make sure to put your mental health first and 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 really make that effort and make the changes you guys need to make. So thanks for listening once again. Thank you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next episode. God bless.